that finale broke me in so many pieces. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm like still crying about it. It is so beautiful. Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing Season 3, Episode 13, Tomorrow Blues, written by Jason Kadams and directed by Jeffrey Reiner. Original air date, January 14th, 2009. Summary for this finale episode, Matt prepares for college, Lila's dreams are in the hands of an estranged uncle, and Coach Taylor feels uncertain about the future. That's for sure. That's they for all sure. are uncertain about the future. Yes and no. This episode is perfection. Is perfection. I mean, I walked out of the bedroom and still trying to explain without giving too much away to Randy. Like this episode, like even just still talking about it, it was choking me up. Every almost every single scene, I cried, and like blubbered Kim Kardashian cried. Like, I had to cover my face. It was a whole thing. I am so, so, so glad. Not only that you cried, like, selfishly. I'm like, I'm really glad she cried this episode. But also that you enjoyed it because last week I just kept saying how good of an episode this is. And I didn't want to talk it up to you. And especially when I was editing, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I really hope I didn't talk this up. But it's actually impossible to talk this episode up because it's that good. No, and you know what? I honestly, I feel like I went into it even more prepared to cry. So I was like, "Oh, I'm here for. Give me anything, the drop of a hat, I will cry." And I did, like as pretty much as soon as it opened up. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so let's get into it. As you predicted, there was a little bit of a time jump. So yeah. we do open up. It's been five months later. We're now in the spring, heading into summer. And we have a wedding to get to, but I want to fill fill in what's going on with everyone else. So we have our senior brunch. Tammy announces where the seniors will be going next year. We learn that Tim, as we know, will be going to San Antonio State. Matt will be going to Chicago for art school. Lila will be going to San Antonio with Tim. And Tyra is waitlisted at UT. I felt like this was a little uh, obnoxious to you do announce, really yes to announce where people are going to school because what if other people didn't get into school what if they're not going to school like how big is this senior class I mean obviously it felt relatively small which to me feels even worse because someone like Tyra who didn't necessarily right away get into school has to hear about all of her other classmates who are going to college. And I don't know, it just made me a little sad, like going someone as someone who went to a commuter school. I mean, I know you also did the same thing. I don't know. I feel like I've been like, don't announce where I'm going or like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. I just felt I was like, oh, what if like you didn't get into a college? Wouldn't that make you feel shitty? Yeah, I don't remember if our high school did something like this along the lines of announcing where people are going for their future. I don't know if we just see Tammy. Well, first off, she's just filling in our people, right? But perhaps she didn't go through the entire class. 
I don't, but you're right. I, and also the fact of the way she handled Tyra, like, oh, Tyra's still making some decisions. And we only learn she's waitlisted because Angela yells out, like, she's getting into UT. She's just waiting, you know? I don't yeah, know. I, I feel mean, like, like I'm over probably it, a thing. But I, but I watched it and I was like, huh. What if you, like, didn't get into school? But I obviously understand for the purpose of the TV show to tell everyone, like, a sum up. Remember, this is what the kids are doing. Um, so it was a good it was a good start to to get the audience prepared for what's to come. Yeah. And also we have this like beautiful montage scene, which the show does amazing montage scenes, but of what everyone's been up to. So Tandry seems still on and we have like, Matt and so Julie. Good. So, so good. good. Matt and Julie. They're on their little date. We have a glimpse of Panther baseball. Yeah, what the hell was that? I guess what the hell was that? I guess about? that's what they do in the spring, right? They have to play another sport. I guess. I liked it. I liked seeing oh, what yeah. everyone's up to. Yeah, I yeah. was just really surprised that Landry and Tyra were still chugging along. Not surprised. I was so happy. Like my heart felt so good watching it. And the more and when we get into their story in this episode, I feel so good about it which okay. I might get my heart ripped out come season four. But I was like, wow, you guys are pretty damn solid. I eat my words from last week. She goes, scoop them up, <laughs> put them on a platter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that like. Yeah, I don't know. That looks like you're like juggling your boobs. But okay, that's that's Lissy's version of eating it up. Let's talk about the Panthers first and coach. So Panthers are in break until August 1st. JD has been named high school quarterback of the year. Go JD. I'm sure Joe is pleased. We know he is. Coach's contract is up for negotiation and Superintendent Dunley is worried if Tammy can remain objective at the upcoming board meeting. So Tammy has a talk with Eric to convince him to come to the board meeting because she feels he needs to defend his position which at this point he doesn't seem to have a reason to he's not too worried until Tammy's like you you need to be a little worried yeah there's talks that you you know they might want to bring someone else in yeah Uh, in the meantime Buddy and Eric they go on a little visit aka recruitment to a boy named Shane's house to speak to him about coming on for the following season for the Panthers and while Shane accepts His dad's really confused because he got a visit from Joe and Wade last week. And so he's just confused, like, who's head coach here? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that was super disrespectful. So disrespectful to coach. And even the fact that Buddy didn't even know about it. Like, they hid that from Buddy. You know? Yeah. Like, that was some shisty, shady shit. Um, Ultimately, the goal was the same for both parties, right? Like, yes. They wanted that, but why wouldn't you let Buddy Garrity, who is like the biggest loudmouth, obnoxious salesman, come in first and try and convince? Like we we've seen this before on the show where Buddy yes, has forced Coach to come and steal the player, and <laughs> you know, quote because we can't call it that, but you know, why wouldn't you use big loudmouth Buddy? He would sure, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, he really didn't have to do much convincing because 
they were already convinced by Weed and Joe. Yeah, and also the Panthers speak for themselves. And that too. Like, he was like, no, we're definitely Even though they lost state. You know, they lost state, but still it's a sought-after team. Yes, very much so. Yeah. So Coach ends up questioning Joe about this, and Joe says he didn't want to miss the opportunity and the fact that he financially supports the team. His son is carrying the team. And if you would like to continue coaching, you need to ensure that my son will start every game next season and Wade has to be the one to call the plays. What do you think about this threat? Well, why? Like, wow for threatening coach. I mean, I we know he is pissed because of the CPS thing and – Yep. Just in general, of they've been butting heads because coach doesn't want him a part of any team decisions or any anything that has to do with the team. He wants to make those decisions with himself and his team and his assistant coaches. Those are the people that he relies on. Joe is a nobody at this, you know, to him. So the fact that Joe is now able to threaten coach with the fact that his money is more important, that his money goes farther than like what's actually right is. Mm. I mean, I guess I could predict that this would occur because don't mess with, with Joe. He's really, he's really petty. Yeah. So at the meeting, Joe tells the board that Wade is ready to come in as head coach, regardless of the salary. And then Eric shows up, gives a speech how much he loves his job. He wants to keep it. He feels like he's just getting started. And you should not replace me for a man with money and a boy with a good arm. Yeah, he called them out in front of everyone. As as he should. As he should. Right. He doesn't even wait to hear the decision. But we learn at the wedding, coach is fired. Essentially, yes. Right. And Wade will replace him. But they want Eric to be the coach of East Dillon. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Mm -hmm. I did predict this only because of what everyone was saying about Wayne and Joe and the trajectory of that. But will he get paid the same? You know, now that they're splitting the team, like him and Wade should get paid the same. And coach well, was saying, well, like, well, Wade would be starting, right? So, like, I guess, yes, that's true. he should be paid the You're same. Right. They should, he should be getting more than Wade. Yeah. He's a seasoned He's coach. He's been there now since when we started the show. That was his first year, excuse me, with these kids. So, three-ish right. years now he's been coaching. He's been the head coach of the Panthers. So, if you're going to trade him onto an another school he best be making his salary if not more but then again who the hell knows what will happen there I know the schools are having financial issues like where to put their money uh yeah but wow weed weed is the new Dylan coach and East Dylan is Eric Taylor I obviously as the audience you know nothing about East Dylan besides the fact that it was maybe not so great Right. Um, yep. I don't know if that means education. I don't know if that means financially, like the economic p- 
part of it, like the socioeconomic status of that area, the where they divided it, is that lower? So you're bringing in maybe not so um, white <laughs> privileged people. I don't know. We'll see. This is uh, this is real exciting, though. I look forward to seeing all of our new East Dillon kids. Me too. Mm. Lots of changes are happening for Matt and Julie. Eric and Tammy surprised Julie with a brand new car. And even though she's so excited about it, she can't help feel sad because her friends are leaving and she's feeling left behind, mm. which I totally get. Like, yay, new car, but also... She's like, I won't have any friends to put in it. Yeah. I know she'll have Landry, but, you know, it's not Tyra or Matt. Uh, Julie and Matt, they help Grandma with packing and moving into an assisted living. And surprisingly, Grandma's taking it well, which that kind of caught me off guard. Same. Same. I guess she's just so proud of her grandson and she's probably happy to be like, away from Shelby that like a little bit like she doesn't have as much control over her she's now will be with other people that will be caring for her um but yeah I was very surprised that she was so positive and like I could cry I could cry about it now but like when they walk into the assisted living together and she's like greeting she's like how y'all doing this is my grandson he's was a football player like just her positive attitude and at the brunch when they announced that Matt was going to Chicago for art school she was just so proud of him I think she's really obviously in five months gotten over the fact that maybe her her want and need for him to be home was a little bit selfish and she would obviously is not loving the idea of change but it was really special to see her be so proud and to really be happy to change to make everyone's lives a little bit easier it was it was just very emotional. Very, very emotional. So emotional. With the picture and when she was like, I oh want to put God, this picture, picture on my wall in case I have an episode. In case I forget yeah. what you know, who you are, what you look like, and then I can look <sighs> and remind myself of this sweet boy. What killed me killed me was when he's moving her in and unpacking and she's like, You must be exhausted. You can go, you can go. And he goes and he steps outside her room. I can start crying right now and just starts tearing up. It's so sad. It's he's like, what am I doing? I'm leaving her. And also like I'm like I'm leaving. I'm excited about that. But ultimately, I feel probably guilty and just sad that my life is changing and my grandma's life is changing and Julia's life is changing. Like everyone around him their lives are changing because he's not going to be there and he's coming to that realization and it's really hard. It's just really, really hard. It's change is like, if you let it could really affect you. <laughs> and it was, it was sweet because we, we see Matt struggle, but we don't actually see him like break down that often. So seeing him like have a moment to himself with tears in his eyes after they hugged, which again, it, I have a lump in my throat talking about it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Tammy and Buddy have a meeting with Lila about San Antonio State, and they feel it's not the best quality school for her. It's a party school, and Lila's like, I made up my mind. I'm going there. I already paid my tuition. How? How did she pay her tuition? 
That's a great question, Liz. <laughs> I'm like it's a great question. Wait, I don't Maybe know you she having got a job. Scholarship? scholarship? Maybe she got a scholarship. Maybe? But I was like, let's just how much I don't know how much San Antonio State is compared to like another college. But I was really shocked to hear her say, I already paid the, I already paid the tuition. I'm like, wait, how? Literally how? Your dad gambled away all of your money. And I don't remember you having a job and Tim sure as hell doesn't have any money. So what the hell did, what did your mom maybe give you money? Like, I I don't know. Maybe like she does we have another really parent, talk right? About that. We never yeah. talk about that. Like her mom doesn't know that she didn't get into school. She didn't get to go to Vanderbilt because her dad's a piece of shit. I'm sure she does. I mean, I mean, I'm sure Pam knows. Yeah. But I don't know if Pam has money to send Delilah so she can go to San Antonio State. I'm right. assuming it was over scholarship. But from this discussion, Tammy took it upon herself, called Vanderbilt, and they extended their time for Lila to accept if she wants to actually attend Vanderbilt. And so then Buddy suggests that they talk to Uncle Gary, who Buddy doesn't get along with, but they'll make an exception. And this is how you can get the money. And ultimately, Lila does agree to this. Hmm, I wonder if Uncle Gary is... A brother of his or brother-in-law from Pam? I think it's got to be Buddy's brother. Don't you think it would be Buddy's brother? I mean, it would be a little strange if it was Pam's brother. Right. Yeah, and then would wouldn't, have to talk to him. Yeah. And wouldn't Buddy say you can call your mom's brother, Uncle Gary? Right. Yeah. All right. So Buddy has a brother. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you, never, you never really talk about that. Maybe he does. We don't know. Uh, but yeah, remember. what a nice, what a nice uncle. He's going to loan some money. Yeah. Tyra's frustrated about everyone getting into colleges and Landry suggests that they go to UT and she talks to admissions. And so they make a road trip out of it and she learns that she is one of the 1000 on the wait list, which is very discouraging to hear. And so on the way home, Tyra is just going on and on and I don't blame her for this just feeling down on herself and Landry stops her like stops the car gets out it's like I can't listen to you talk about yourself like this anymore I believe in you you have to start believing in yourself I love you Landry this I said that not Tyra yeah well but she does say I love you to him later on like they do love each other they do, but um, like in this moment, I'm mm. like, we all need a Landry. Landry was the ultimate hype girl, like the hype man that you need in your life. Yes. I yes. got like he Jesse Plemons, we all know, right? Like literally perfection. I was emotional yet again. Like just that's a that's the partner you need. Like I believe in you. I don't care about anyone else. I believe in you. So therefore you will do whatever you need to do. And that scene was beautiful. I love them hugging just in the field of, you know, car. It just, it was perfect. It was just, it was great. He was so great. I know. And so then they get home and you see Angela and Mindy in the kitchen before Tyra comes in. They're like, oh my God, here's a letter from UT. I don't want her to open it before Ugh. my wedding because then she'll be a Debbie Downer. But Tyra grabs it. She's like, it's thin. I don't know. Should I open it? And she opens it and she ultimately does get into UT. Yeah. And I and was she- like sobbing sobbing yeah sobbing. sobbing she runs out to landry she jumps the fence 
Angela and Mindy are there. They're hugging. They're crying. My baby's going to college. I love you. Oh, mm. my God. She says to him, will you still love me if I don't get I in? No, Tyra. She, oh, I'm crying. Um, Sweet girl. She really, she really got me uh, in this episode. And honestly, it could, obviously, it could have went 50-50, right? Like, she could have not got yeah. in it, got in or she could and obviously the yeah. audience you're you're rooting for her too but in that moment i was scared i was Me like too. well we could definitely go a path of her not getting in and we'll figure out what's next for her but i was happy like she just so deserved that so so deserved it oh it was so good again the lump in my throat just needs to go down because <laughs> i'm like <"Whoa." sighs> Okay, the Riggins. The Riggins boys. How good were the Riggins boys in this episode? Very comical. Very cute. Oh, my gosh. So Riggins Riggs is getting ready to open. The boys head to an auction to get a hydraulic lift and also end up bidding on a steer. (laughs) That killed me. (laughs) Tim's like, you need this. People were going to come up. They're going to be like this. This is this. They mean business. This is the this is the good place to be. Also, I feel like they should just call it Riggs. I know. Wouldn't that just be better? Just like rigs, rigs. like it may, it's like two meanings, but it's still cute. I loved Billy's landing strip T-shirt. Yeah, I would love that T-shirt. Well, let's make it. Yeah, or buy it. Or buy if it. Someone already made it. But I was listening to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, and Derek was saying in this scene, pretty much was all improv. Like they knew they had to bid on the hydraulic lift and the steer but all the rest in between was pretty much just them too that's the best thing i've ever heard the that best. makes that scene so amazing that cracked that's thank you just made my day knowing that on the way home their truck breaks down because of the added weight of the steer <laughs> and so billy's trying to fix it tim's complaining about how much he hates san antonio state and how much he doesn't want to go and Tim is the one who ends up fixing the truck, which now gets Billy upset because Billy's like, how am I supposed to open up a repair shop if I can't even fix my own truck? (laughs) And Tim is like, you don't understand. You're living the dream. You are living the American dream. You get to work, drink beers, go home to your wife, see your future children. And then we also learn that Billy and Mindy are pregnant. Perfect. Love that. Perfect. Tim cracked me up. Tim, but Tim cracked me up. Tim is the only one who loves Dylan and the dream of Dylan. Yes, very much so. Very much so that he, literally his dream is to be working in the garage, having a wife and kids, living in yeah. Dylan and drinking beers. Like that is his ultimate goal. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, really. No, of course not. But nobody else really shows that that means a lot to them except for Tim even Billy Billy's like you basically like he's Tim looks up to Billy like wants Billy's life but Billy doesn't want Billy's life (laughs) you know and Tim's like you have my like I want this life and just his like reasoning of not wanting to go to San Antonio State like there's no me time I don't I can't relax I don't have a good bar where I can just like chill out so There's no Smitties where no I can smitties. go and be me. It you cracked know, Billy? me up. It cracked me up. Yeah. It was it was sweet. It was very sweet to hear that Tim's goal is to just be a dad and drink beers. Like it was sweet to 
to me. And just fix trucks. That's all. And he's really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. He knew exactly what the problem was, which I guess if he wasn't complaining the whole time, they could have been on the road sooner. But yeah. Did you think that Tim was going? I, I At that moment, I was like, oh, Tim wants to stay. He does oh, not want to sure. go. For sure. Yeah. I'm like, this is this could definitely set up where Tim will stay home with Billy and they'll own the shop together. Right. So Billy and Mindy, we have their wedding. They say I do. This wedding seemed like a lot of fun. There was a live band. Yeah, let's go. Mindy's wearing butterfly wings. That obsessed. Cracked me up. I was like, oh my God, I should recreate. Obsessed. Can you? Yeah, I'm going to get butterfly wings. I used to have fairy wings. I mean, maybe if you didn't want to wear it because your wedding's going to be like super chic and classy. (laughs) But maybe at your bachelorette. Maybe my bachelorette. There you go. I'll wear it at the bachelorette. A little Mindy moment and no one will get it. And I'll be like, well, y'all should listen to Talking Texas Forever. Exactly. And family. Exactly. Uh, One thing that stuck out to me was the fact that Buddy was there. And danced a lot with Angela. I know. I was like, get out of here, buddy. Get out. Don't put your hands on her. Get away. Angela is better off without you. Goodbye. This is weird, right? Yeah. No, I see something a Bruin again, and I'm not into it. I honestly don't remember, and I don't know if this was just to get everybody in the same scene. It's a finale. Right. Let's have everyone party. Like, but we, I was get, like we squashed our beef. Yeah. Kind clearly. Of I guess weddings make you do that. You squash. Yeah, people. a little alcohol, dancing, celebrating love. It makes you forget all of your troubles. Which <laughs> is true. Lila shares with Tim about Vanderbilt and how she got money. She got accepted, mm. but she won't go because of San Antonio. And he's like, no, you got to go. This is your dream. Don't make <sighs> me be that guy that stops you. This was so sexy, first of all. Tim fucking Riggins. This was the fact that he walked over with a white rose. He's Mm -hmm. like, hello, Mm -hmm. gorgeous. He's so, I mean, we say this every single week, but like that is the most charming thing I've ever seen. So spoony. And she's just like, you're so great. And obviously, why wouldn't she want to, you know, do the next chapter of her life with him in the same college? But he's like, no, this is your this has been your dream and it was taken away from you. And please don't let me be the one to stop it from happening again. He says, like, everything happens for a reason. Like this was meant to be. You were meant to go there. So we'll figure it out. I'm not I'm not afraid of this. And then we have another scene where literally killed me, which we'll get to when Billy and him talk about his future. Oh, my God. Well, we can go there. Let's okay. go there. Let's that wrap, literally let's broke wrap me. Up. I fell to. I could fall to the ground after I heard Billy give him the words, which she'll say. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so Tim and Billy, they have this scene as Billy and Minnie are getting ready to go to their. This was after the wedding, ready to go on their their honeymoon. honeymoon? Yeah. And Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and Tim grabs Billy and he's like, "Billy, Lila's not going to San Antonio. I'm not going to San Antonio." Like, I'm staying, Billy. I'm staying. We're going to do Riggins Rig together. And Billy, so passionately, is like, no, Tim, you little idiot. Mm. You're going to college. You have to do better for our future children. 
you have to do better for your future nephew and niece. Yeah, that really killed me in the best way, obviously. I honestly thought that Tim was going to be like, yeah, Billy, I'm good. And Billy is going to be like, all right, you know, it is what it is. But Billy is so passionate that he wants his brother to succeed. He wants his brother to have everything he never got, everything their parents ever got. Make a, a future for their kids to have better than they did. And I was so surprised and it really took me for a whirlwind emotionally because I felt so proud and Tim hearing Billy be like, just like what he was saying to him and and seeing Tim, like the understanding on his face, like, oh, I am going to college. No, I'm not. I don't know what I was thinking. Thank you, Billy, for helping me out of the situation. I could cry again. I could cry again. It was so great. Do you remember when Tyra and Billy threw a house party and you're like, no, I don't trust Billy. (laughs) And I was like, this isn't that kind of show. Thank God. Thank God. Billy is the best. Billy Billy. definitely did a very, exactly. He could be stupid, but he, um, he has a good heart ultimately at the end of the day. And the fact that he is now married and going to have his full picture of what Billy set up for himself and he could watch his brother succeed in a different way. Very, very special. Very, very special. And I'm glad that he is not who I thought he was. I didn't. I judged a book by its cover, and I, <laughs> I apologize, Billy Riggins. <laughs> I can't. I can't blame you for that. I mean, it, it was it, a little sus tracks. in the beginning. You know, it's a little sus. I get it. I get it. Back at the wedding, though, before the Billy and Mindy take off, we do have another scene of our. People having conversations, and one in particular with Julie and Matt. And so Julie goes over to Matt, and she's like, I don't want to be one of those long-distant relationship couples. I think we should break up. And Matt's like, no. And she's like, no, this isn't actually like a – I'm telling you we're breaking up. And he goes, no, we're fine. We're good. I love you. We're going to be okay. And then she says, your grandma would have really loved this wedding. And he's like, you know what? You're right, Julie. And so he goes to the assisted living, gets his grandma ready, tells her, we're going to a wedding and then I'm bringing you home for good because you're the only person who never left me. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, at this point in the episode, I was already emotionally beat up that I just was, I I just was (laughs) sulking, sulking sobbing because it was so special did I misunderstand though is he staying home is he staying home because he said that he's bringing her home literally to their home um and plus the whole he just had a conversation with Julie where Julie was frightened obviously that their relationship wasn't going to work and I'm so proud of him that you know, the first time she broke up with him, we understood it was because she felt as though she was moving in a different direction. Obviously, she had eyes for someone else. But this time he was like, no, I'm not allowing this to happen. Like, I'm standing up for this relationship and I'm standing up for my grandma. And he I I took that as maybe he's staying home. Like Chicago was far from Texas. And it's such a difference 
and everything that he's used so to. much so like night and day yep. <laughs> you know so all right well we'll see we needed one person to stay home right well we had julie and landry but last but not least we have coach and tammy now we know that he learned about him his job situation at the beginning of the wedding him and tammy share a sweet dance and a funny line eric goes i don't even know what i'm doing here <laughs> i don't even really know billy riggins that well that part i laughed out loud that was great she's like well they kind of like look up to us yeah and she says no matter what happens i'm gonna stand right behind you i love you mm-hmm. and our last scene is we have the two of them go to the field of east dillon yeah he's he's checking out his new territory yeah and we see east dillon lions lions yeah east dillon lions what a drastic change i mean panther and lion not so much i guess but just the wording of it doesn't roll off the tongue as much as you know the dillon panthers yeah, and also just the look of and the state of that field. Yeah, well, I'm sure Coach will fix it up as best he can and make it feel like a home to these boys. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be so different, and I cannot wait. I really was like, can we watch the next episode? Like, I need to watch like the opener because I w- I want to see what's happening with everyone. Yeah, luckily for you, we're taking no breaks. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to take a short break, though, and when we come back, we're going to get into all of your questions, and Anthony, a.k.a. Husband, is going to join us. Woohoo! Welcome back from break. Anthony is with us. Hey, guys. What's hey up? Husband. Hey, husband. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of this finale? Because we watched it separate. We did watch it separate. We did watch it separate. Um, I really liked it. I like. I thought it was great. Tim, first of all, Tim like had me cracking up like the whole time. Like Tim mm. was on point. Um, actually, like, like yeah. I had like you know like quotes written down like. So many of them were his. <laughs> I was like, this is, he was just great. Yeah. Yeah. Out. yeah. yeah. He shined. He shined you know, in I, this episode. You know, like I, I like that. I felt like people were keeping each other in check, like halfway through the episode. And, uh, I was really proud that grandma Saracen, you know, like let, you know, Matt go. And then unfortunately she, like, she was going to be my MVP for doing that. Um, but then, you know, I forgot that it kind of doesn't really seem to work out that way. So. I I know we talked about mm. that how we were surprised how well she willingly went. I know, and I think because we're used to my aunt who yeah. has dementia, and obviously my aunt is way more advanced. Because there's no way one day my yeah. aunt would be like, you know what? I understand what you're feeling and thinking. That's what's best for me. No problem. Yeah. Like there's no never never. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like selfless, yeah. you know, is what it is. Yeah. And yeah. understanding logic yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, did you cry? I mean, yeah, generally, you know, like I always kind of like tear up at stuff that are meant to be emotional. It's always it's the music that gets you. It just knows, you know. Yeah. 
So, I mean, at the appropriate points, you'd probably be, you know, you'd be 50% correct if I was crying or not. Okay. <laughs> Just take a guess. Yeah, Liz was pretty emotional and I cried. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I watched really, this episode yeah. three times. What got you the most? Both of you. Uh... Oh gosh, Bro- honestly, the Matt and Grandma stuff is really getting me. Yeah, yeah, well, same. it's very real for us. It's very yeah. real. Yep. Mm-hmm. But happy tears for Tyra. Yeah, I. You know what? I really couldn't remember to be honest. So like, I was just like, this could go either way. Oh, I, with UT. Yeah, yeah I, I could know. not remember yeah. for the life of me. Yeah, it really was fifty-fifty. She definitely. I could see her getting in. I could see her yeah. not getting in. It was the Billy and Tim last scene. That one actually killed me the most. Oh, that I don't yeah. know. I guess because it just like the entire episode was building and I was crying. And then that last moment, I just was like, let it all out. I'm like, no. So emotional. So emotional. All right. Let's get into our questions. Vic wants to know, which Betty dad would you want to punch Joe? Dan Scott. For sure. The I, ultimate match. I mean, of course, I love the idea of Dan punching him in the face. Um, I don't know, like, I just thought it'd be fun to see Ryan punch him. Yeah. You know. Well, yes. You know what I like about rich dads? Nothing. be a dad. Yeah, he could be, yeah. (laughs) Or, like, when he's getting beat by the kid, but when when he was beating him up in that episode, you know, you know, previously, you know, he might have good reason to hit him, you know, because he got beat up, right, by his dad. Yeah. And also the stepdads. Yep, yep, yep. So, Mm -hmm. really, it would trigger him, and then he would have to just, you know, kick his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you see thriving in college? Liz? Thriving. Well, I feel Lila will do well. She's done well throughout high school. But then again, she could have, uh, this happens a lot, right? The girls, the, the, the kids that do well then have a rude awakening when they have to like time management and figure out you know what it's like to not be home so that could be detrimental to her education I would like to hope that Tyra actually is the one that thrives the most because she wants this the most and I think she's smarter than she than she knows like that she thinks she is and that she'll be she'll be better with the time management and it will be it would just be more important to her. So I feel like Tyra will be top. I'll be so proud of my little girl. And then maybe Lila. But I don't know. I could see Lila flat like flip flopping a little bit. And Tim, Tim wants nothing to do with this college situation. <laughs> so it's going to be a rude awakening for him. But maybe he'll be inspired. I don't know. And Matt, I don't think I guess he's not going to. Chicago, so maybe he's going locally to a college. I don't think he would have thrived in art school. I think that's a tough, you know, a tough thing for anybody to thrive in. I mean, you, you can really like it. No, I have no less. I I really remember so little about this show. Right, going, it's like we never especially watched going it. forward. You know, which is good. I mean, I remember. I guess I remember it as as we're doing it, but you know, I don't really remember yeah. the whole. All right, so you're in the same boat as me. He could. Stay home. I don't. I have no idea. Anthony, you said Volchak could be anything on FNL. Now bring in Taylor. I believe she could do anything. What do you think? We're talking about Taylor from the OC. Those who are listening in. I just. I don't even that. know. Like, like so, like Taylor as Taylor, because what a whirlwind into that town. Like 
they would just be mm-hmm. turned upside down and then she would just have to leave. I don't yeah. think she would fit in. I think yeah, she's, she's driving the through. Girl, they're going to meet in college. Like she's not from Dylan. Like they're, she's from somewhere else and they're going to meet her in college. Yeah, she'd be a college friend. Get them out of their comfort zone. Like her and Tyra would be really funny together because Tyra would have no patience for her probably. But then they be, they become the best of friends because That's a funny of that I can, or something. I could sort of sort of picture that. Right. Like small town girl, big town girl come together and they're roommates <laughs> and they're just like <laughs> the personalities are so vastly different then at the end of the day they become friends kind of like Wednesday and Eated yes right? like yes <laughs> polar opposites yeah that would be fun to watch yeah if you could pick any band to play at your wedding who would it be any band yeah Oof. oh my goodness I loved their wedding band Millie yeah. Yeah, Mindy and Millie, Mindy and Billy's wedding band. Yeah, they were great. So, like any band in the entire world, that's it. Oh this... my god, Living or Dead? Sure. Oh, I'm gonna have to get back to you. That's a big decision. Well, it would be our decision. I that's well. I'll, I'll give you my list. You bring me your list, and okay. we'll, we'll see what, how many crosses <laughs> there are. Yeah. My goodness, what a wide open cheese. I know. Lists. Who who would you want at your I upcoming like... wedding? I feel like Randy and I would agree on like Nirvana. That would be really a wow. pretty good band to just get like the slow songs, but also fast songs. And obviously, we'd ask them to play covers of songs. So I get a little bit of my music and a little bit of his music, and that would be fun. Wow, Kurt Cobain action, yeah. Sure. Okay, was not expecting that. They can jam out. Sure, of course. <laughs> when I think of like what band I would like to go see versus what I would like to bring the party music to a wedding. I have to take that into consideration. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you have to have the slow that, That's a the hard best. one. I want ABBA. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Yeah. ABBA playing ABBA's music, though, or ABBA playing other people's music? I want to hear anything that they All of feel it. like playing. How about Ace of Ace? Oh, so Absolutely, good. too. Oh, my goodness. Let's just alphabetically yeah. the, go. The Spice go Girls. Through. Oh my God. Like, the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. Yeah. That tops everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's not as wide of a range. I don't think. They can do anything. And think, exactly. They'll do whatever you want. Not like Ace of Base can. It's true. Ace of Base has female and male art singers in it, right? Yes. Or no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they could do a, a wide range of things. Yeah. I wonder what they're doing now. I wonder if they would play a wedding. Remember when you, you downloaded their whole discography? I did. I downloaded their entire discography. Uh, very much too much. <laughs> How long was it's a, It was a lot. And there was only one person seating it in the entire world. So like it took a long time to <laughs> That's an Anthony was, thing to do. Such an Anthony sure. thing to do. There was so many, <laughs> so many albums. And oh, they really, really? I'm yeah, surprised. There weren't as many bangers as I thought there was going to be. I was really mm. hoping f- to find some deep cuts. <laughs> yeah. Vic says, best things about this season's podcast. I love the addition of the YouTube videos. Glad I got to hear all your friends, our friends. And I got to be on the podcast this season. Love the quotes idea and the love for Tim doesn't stop. Never. Never. Never stops. Thank you, Vic. Kate wants to know, were you surprised by any of the decisions that anyone made or any of the big changes? I told you I was surprised about the Billy and Tim where Tim's 
you know, for not forced, but Billy is like, no, you're going to college. I was surprised by that. Um, no, I feel like everything else, not that it was predictable, but everything else kind of just lined up exactly what I figured their path would go. Like from the beginning of this season, Tyra has been trying to get her grades up and do well in the SATs and go to college. And so that came to fruition for her, Matt, you know, Matt, he's like the flounder. Yeah. He like floundered a little bit. I'm disappointed in his decision. Here's a guy who's been given every opportunity to excel. What? Okay, you're being sarcastic. No, I'm not. I'm really not. I mean, besides besides his home life, right? But he's been, he is given right now in these last two years every opportunity to really pull ahead and 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 be able to get away. And now I know that his grandma being there is difficult difficult to to deal with, but I was really hoping that he'd be willing to leave. Right. He does say I'm based it on what he said effect, in that yes. moment. I'm taking him at face value. Anyway, you know, like he chose right. he chose sentimentality and his grandmother. Yeah, like his grandma is the sole purpose of his life. Like he focuses everything around his grandma, like taking care of her, what's best for her, not disappointing her. And so he that's been his whole MO from the beginning of the show. And I guess I didn't really expect it to change. I'm sad that maybe he won't get the opportunity to pursue something that's completely different than what he is used to. But again, it all makes sense that he would be him and Tim would be the ones for me that would stay. So I'm interested to see Tim's path as well, because I truly felt this, though. He's at least coming back to live in Dylan. That's for sure. If he graduates in four years or two years or whatever he does, He's coming back to Dylan. Which of the couples do you think will still be together at the start of season four? Well, it all depends on when we start season four. I can imagine it's the beginning of the school year. It would make sense for everyone to kind of get like that, those first day jitters and see where everyone's living and what's happening there. So maybe if we're in like, let's just say May or June, then we only have a few weeks for that like six weeks right before everyone heads off to school i foresee landry and tyra still sticking it out because they seem like they're in it for the long haul at least she seems serious i don't know if the college situation will eventually get to them where she's super distracted and she's trying to keep her head above water and maybe that will affect their relationship um matt and julie i still feel like we'll be together by then too and Tim and Lila, like season four, beginning of season four, I feel like they'll all be together. It's just the progression of season four, what will divide them. And uh, if I had to guess, I feel like Matt and Julie maybe are end, end game. I might eat my words. Matt and Julie, I feel, might be end game. I mean, you've been saying that about mules for a while now. I have. I have. Yeah. What about, so what about, I will stick to that. What about Coach Even and Tammy? Though Coach and Tammy are solid. Solid, solid. She's that, gonna help him okay. through this transition. What do you think about Billy and Mindy? Are they endgame? Oh. They probably have a lot of fights, but ultimately they'll stick it out, especially since they're gonna have a kid. Yeah. And m- maybe multiple kids by the end of the show. But you know, I think they're at the end of the day, 
they truly do love each other and they completely are a hundred percent themselves with each other. So I feel like they're a good match that will stick it out until the end. But Tim and Lila, I don't know. Well, as much as I'm really enjoying it, I'm, I don't know. I have a bad feeling about it. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Lit Tandry though, I will be floored if they end up endgame. It will be like my happiest moment, I think, on any of the Total Betty shows. If like this would be like that would be like my couple then. Yeah. Because it's my two favorite characters on the show. Anyway, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. But those are my predictions for season four. All of our couples will be together. I just don't know how long they'll stay together. Okay. Any input? Do you know what oh, happens? I no, I, I really don't remember. Um, but I stand by Coach <laughs> and Mrs. Coach. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the only thing that I I feel I would be surprised. <laughs> not also, I feel like Gracie Bell should be older. I agree. I was like, wait, she's a little baby. She should be like one at least. What? No, older than one because it was the summer. She should be one. She should be bigger than that. Well, she looks, I think she looks one when Tammy was holding her in this episode. Yeah. Isn't maybe. this when she becomes like Maggie and she never grows older? No. Like on The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. But no one grows older on The Simpsons. I know. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is this like some thing I don't know about? But that makes sense. Yeah. Gracie Bell becomes Maggie. Yeah. Hmm. Will wants to know, can you point the exact moment when Tim becomes selfless like this? I mean, Lila has her warts, but she is stunning, smart, and principled woman. And he felt secure enough to not stand in her way to Vanderbilt. What a transformation. For sure. For sure. I think when When Tim decided to fight for Lila and not give up, that's the moment. Yeah, I think it was them finally realizing that they want to be with each other and him giving into having a girlfriend and not being that, that Tim Riggins that he's used to and seeing how much she cares about him and his well-being and his future, I think that made him have a turnaround where he now ultimately is more selfless, putting her first as opposed to himself. And now knowing, and then he's like, oh yeah, Lila's going to Vanderbilt. So like I could stay home. Yeah. It's almost like an excuse. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to go there anymore mm-hmm. because my girlfriend's not going. So I can now right. stay with you. So he was doing everything for Lila yeah. and not for Tim. Yeah. Which might ultimately not be so good if he's just solely focused on making Lila happy. What makes Tim happy? Tim needs the me time. He needs the alone he time. The you know, time. we all need the alone time. Yeah. We need Smitty's. We gotta so love we ourselves first. But I love that we didn't really discuss. I mean, we discussed the part with him and Billy. But when Billy's like, "You're afraid." Yeah. You're just afraid to go. And I, that's what really killed me. I was like, you're so right, Billy. He is afraid. He's been afraid this whole time to like make something of himself. And Lila was the one to push him. She, he needs a little push. I think he's afraid to fail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's been good at one thing his whole life, and that's football. He's really not been doing well in any other facet of his life. So that's gone. Actually, it won't be gone because I'll be playing. He got a scholarship to go there for football, right? Yep. Um. So maybe he'll live out the dream Jason Street was unable to do. I don't know. We'll see. 
What will happen to the Panther Pride now that Coach Taylor is at East Dillon? Go Lions! There's still, be Pan- there's, there's still Panther Pride. It's just that he's not a part of it anymore. Yeah, Panther Pride was there before God, I think. Yeah, Panther Pride will live and, and die forever in Dillon. So it has nothing to do with who's the coach. It has everything to do with just the obnoxiousness of the town loving it so much. Like if that That's never going to go away. So I don't know how this is going to work with coach with the Lions. Lions, right? Yeah, Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, shall be interesting. Yeah. Mike wants to know, why didn't Lila ask her mom to help her pay for college? Which we semi-talked about this. I was curious if you had any thoughts on this. I had forgotten that, to be honest. But yeah, because they're like, we're going to talk to Uncle Gary. Yeah, that is a good point. Like, why wouldn't her mom just step in and and offer to pay? Unless she doesn't have the yeah, money. Exactly. Yeah, unless she yeah, unless she doesn't have the money. She's made some bad investments. I don't think she's. She might have. I mean, maybe her and her new husband don't have enough money. What if they bought They're... a lot of lottery tickets? They're no. Like, There's no way we can lose. No. <laughs> Coach wearing the strap on his sunglasses. Do you think that was Kyle's choice or the costume department? Oh, God. Mm, probably Ultra dad coach. both. Yeah. The strap with I the I liked sunglasses. it. It felt real. It did. Uh, one, it felt Texas to me. <laughs> one day I'm going to wear that unironically. Do not. It's going to be me. It's just going to be me. It's not. It's a Bobby thing. I know. It's, it's not a you thing. It's a Bobby thing. It might become a, a me thing. It's not. It's not a you thing. If East Dillon has been closed for years, how is it still there? Wouldn't the city have sold it? Also, wouldn't they have to renovate it to make sure it's up to code? It's a big plot of land in, a, in the middle of nowhere. Who's going to buy it? I mean, it's still a field. Yeah. And then to follow up, also, you'd think they'd get more money from the state if they just had one school. Now there's an extra school to share the mm. funds with. That's bureaucracy. Yeah. yeah. But also, as we know, Dylan is short on resources. The classrooms are crowded. So this will give, it's kind of just spreading it out. Well, like the, each each school, I think, would get an equal amount right? because it's the existence of the school that right. gets them the amount. So they're going to split the amount of kids. That's right. And they're each going to get their own funding. Somewhat, mm-hmm. a little bit less. I mean, you know, Dylan's going to get more funding, obviously. Well, those boosters. Yeah. It's all, it's all I, obviously the racial, the racial undertones. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can sense it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they'll probably clean up the field and school and things once the school seasons like once the school starts montage get ready folks montage singing dancing it's a whole (laughs) new show it's a musical now it's a musical oh god i really hope not you know how i feel about those episodes do you think i would talk up the next two seasons if this was a musical No. no you know how i feel as well no no for aunt would you ever buy a house like the riggins brothers and jason did and flip it i'm not i would love to but i'm just not like gutsy enough to do it like maybe one one day in my life you know like when mm-hmm. we have excess funds oh yes you know? the dream of excess funds and what's that I'll, nice. I'll buy a house the dream i'll buy a house it'll be like a project i'll buy a house i'll i'll do work in it and i'll flip it it'll be someplace and we'll rent it out and we'll have some passive income in, in yeah. an ideal world you know i need i need excess funds and some time yeah i mean you're handy so i could do i could do a decent amount do... but you know it would take a it would take a long time yeah 
Which right, it's just the money to actually purchase another house. Yeah, and ca- right, and another ca- house. And carry, like and a carry full-blown the, new and house. And two mortgages. Yeah, two mortgages, tax yeah. payments, utilities, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. and Randy ever want to do something like this? Sure, we would do it. I mean, Randy even talks about just like buying like someone's condo and like then renting it to get extra funds. Like we've talked about that. I mean, Randy is definitely not handy like aunt so we'd have to hire a bunch of people to do stuff randy wants to do nothing like when we buy a house he wants to do absolutely nothing he wants to be moving ready i'm like well i get it yeah yeah so yeah i mean that'd be fun i wouldn't i would prefer not to have to i agree yeah be fun to do though it can be when it's like not like you know thousands of dollars on the line (laughs) and you're just like well hopefully i can do this (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to experiment. I mean, you could do a little experiment. It's your house. You have to experiment, you know, yeah. a little bit. You have to find out where your boundaries are, but, you know, just stay off the electricity and you should be okay. That's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know electricity, Definitely don't, don't mess, mess with it. Don't mess around with it. And plumbing is important too. Yeah. You know, don't wing too much, but, you know, you really can't go too I wrong. feel like we're explaining to uh, an audience that doesn't need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I am certainly not an expert on it, so please don't listen to me. Yeah. Um, my brother-in-law Bobby, who some of you may remember, with my sister Sam, they've been on this show what in season one, and they've yeah, been on Let's that was it in the Let's Talk OC. Bobby has been wanting to come on this episode, saving the date. For like months now. I gotta come on. Season three finale. It's my favorite. Blah, blah, blah. I send them a reminder text. No answer. So then I get this text from Bobby today. Man, I fucked up. I thought the state championship game was the last episode and the actual last episode was 4-1. Damn it. My favorite episode was basically last week. (laughs) And I just, that's so Bobby. The penultimate. So Bobby. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but then he sent paragraphs of commentary that I'm not going. Oh, I see that from here. Oh, yes, that I'm not going to read all to you, but I will share some of his thoughts. You should just change it to like a uh, AI dictation and read it all. I did an AI dictation of uh, write me a scene from Friday Night Lights. And it was pretty funny. And it was like Coach and Jason. And Jason's like, hey, Coach, I can't play today because my father's in the hospital. And Coach is like, oh, no, is it serious? And he's like, it might be. And Coach is like, don't worry, Jason. You don't have to play today. (laughs) It was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was curious. I'm like, what? Give me something, chat GPT. Yeah, he's going to give such bad advice all the time. Oh, it's awful. It's just, it's like, um, I mean, it's not just like that, but on AIM, what was the bot? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh wow. I forget what the bot was called. That we all would chat with. I forget. Simbot? It wasn't Simbot. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Bobby, he shared, when Sammy and I were in San Antonio last spring, we saw a lot of trucks hauling cattle and open trailers on the highway, and it was just crazy and so different than Long Island. But it made me feel like we were in the opening credits of Friday Night Lights, and I even played the theme song as we drove. Of course. The bot is called Smarter Child. Smarter Child! Smarter Child. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, wow. thank you, thank you. I had to Google. Yeah. I'm way ahead of its time. I wonder. Like, I wonder how it compares. Well, like, smarter. Yeah, I guess. So. But Ask Jeeves, right? Would that mm-hmm. still. That was, yeah, that was, was like, that a, like a search engine. That was like a search engine. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was a search engine. Anyway, a couple of questions from Bobby. Joe McCoy versus Buddy Booster King Crown Battle appears to be emerging. What do you think will happen? I don't really remember. Do you remember? If you do, don't say much. I, I, I mean, no, I don't remember the little details, but, you know, I think I remember ultimately what happens. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm hoping by season end of season four, Joe and JD are out of here. And Katie, right? Yeah, I mean, I like Katie, but she has to go with them, I guess. Yeah, I think they're <laughs> I a package deal. Yeah, they're a package deal. I think, yeah, maybe during this season. Ooh, how did the boosters work? Boosters are only for the Dylan Panthers. Correct. So, yeah, that's going to be... Conceivably, not, each team would, get, would ha- possibly have boosters if they were, inter- if people right, were right, interested right. and also had excess funds. Right, so exactly. would Buddy go to the Lions, but also Buddy has no money. Right, that's true. Buddy has no money anymore. So how was he donating to the Dylan Panthers? Plus, like, I mean, granted... Now his kid is graduated, so he doesn't really... Doesn't he have to pay child support? He still has two young kids. Probably. Probably. They um, they probably figured out some deal with that now that he has no money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the fact that... It's hard because the fact that Buddy has no money, then he really has no say in anything anymore. So Joe is really going to be the top booster, and he's going to take over. He's going to be in Buddy's new position. And... The town's going to be ultimately annoyed, but also fear him, just like they did Buddy. Now Buddy is going to have a, a taste of his own medicine, if you will. I mean, I remember the lions. I, I do remember the you lions. I remember the lions, but... Not specific details. Not so much with Buddy and uh, Joe. I think there's a reason for that, but I'm not, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, and you don't want to say anything. And I won't say anything. No. Okay. Last question. Do you think any characters will go to East Dillon? Like, truly. Right. Uh, Well, are they in the border? I don't know. I don't know where this zigzaggedy line that they drew is where that the borders are there. I feel like the, she'll probably still go to Dylan if that because, you know, they seem to live in an area that is maybe a little bit of a higher income portion. I don't know, actually. How much could a coach make? Well, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Tammy will remain principal of Dylan while coach is coaching? Yeah, I East think Dylan? so. Yeah. I, th- Her job's separate. I think so for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. she's a badass principal, and I think she's, she's great amazing. at her job. And I think she, you know, wouldn't leave that. Why would she leave that? They, you know, you know, he's definitely, you know, she's definitely making more money than him now. Yeah, it might not mm-hmm. have been true previously, but I think it's probably true now. Yeah, yeah. No, I think she's. I think she's definitely staying, and I think Julie will stay and and ride out the rest of her senior year there. And Coach will be at East Dillon, and uh, I. I don't know any of the other players besides Landry, who is probably staying at Dylan. They have a, they seem to have a nice home. Not that it matters. Now, like I don't know what re- I'm basing that the off of. Drawing is, you know, they were they did the zigzags to get good players. Right, know? that's true. And Landry is not maybe such a good player. Well, in he made the special teams. Eyes. He made special teams. He did. Teams. No, he absolutely did. So. 
but is it good enough for them to have kept him in Dillon at the time? Maybe not. He was a special teams, maybe after the redistricting borders went up. Um, yeah, because that would be really hard for Julie. Like literally all of her friends then would be gone and she'd be left at Dillon. That's really it besides, that's it. Besides JD. JD obviously staying with the Dillon Panthers. Yeah. Other than that, we have to bring in characters or like reintroduce football players to us. Like I was going to call him Boyd. That's not his name. <laughs> the one guy that was like messing up and let the girl's hair on fire. Yeah, I remember You him. said he wasn't on the island, so I assume maybe he'll go to East Dillon. Let's just say. Because that's the only other player that we really focused on for the most part. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. That's all of our questions. Thank you, everyone, for submitting your questions and comments and thoughts. Because you're bomb. Yeah. Favorite quote. Aunt, you said you had a bunch of Tim. Oh, oh hold on. Wait, wait. List what's your quote while Aunt's pulling his up. I have, but you are desperate from Landry. And where's the me time, Billy? So <laughs> what I landed on was from, from Tammy. And she said, I'm starting to think we're going to need a strategy. Like at that meeting, which I thought was pretty good. But then um, Tim ended with no regrets talking about bidding a live bull at the auction. <laughs> like trying to give a really sound advice why they need a bull, which is ridiculous. Did you tell Ann that that whole scene was improv? Was it really? It. Was yeah. it really? That's yeah. fantastic. Because that, that had me going. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, Billy, we got it. We got it started. What are you pouting about when you got the car started? What are you pouting about? I yeah. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I had, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I don't even know Billy Riggins that well, coach <laughs> at the wedding. Yeah, and then Tim, after he found out Billy's pregnant, 100%, we got a little football coming our way. Yeah. And, I'm sorry. I know you guys definitely talked about this, but like, I thought it was pretty presum- presumptuous that Matt thought he could just leave and bring his grandma there. It's like. Well, here's the thing. Clear Eyes, Full Hearts talked about this, the yeah. Friday Lights podcast, which Sidebar, I'm partial to because I love those two. I haven't listened to the other Friday Night Lights podcast Mm -hmm. and no shame on them. I just haven't gotten around to it, but I love Billy and Billy and Mindy. I love Derek and Stacy so much. Uh, Anyway, they talked about this Mm -hmm. and Stacy feels that Mindy and grandma have a bond Okay. And she really feels that Grandma Saracen totally would have been invited to her wedding, but maybe she couldn't because of the move to the assisted living. Right. Maybe they she was invited, but they felt it was best that she stay home. Also, uh, they were saying that there is an uncut version of this episode where you hear Billy and Mindy's vows. Oh. It's like a direct TV version. And also stuff got cut like i guess tim announces to the whole wedding party that mindy's pregnant (laughs) and that got cut too yeah well i could imagine that tim would have spoiled that for them yeah yeah for sure (laughs) but go ahead continue okay so wait which what am i giving continue what oh no i totally cut you off after you were like i can't believe grandma went to the wedding oh yeah no i mean i i think the idea we flushed it out there but uh you feel good about it well yeah i mean i also thought to myself that she probably didn't really eat either maybe she had a little bit so it's like if you're not really drinking and eating 
who cares? You're just there taking up space and dancing. Oh, you were worried about her head, her messing up the head count? The head count. I, I you mean, think, they, you think they care? I don't no, think No, not really, but I just thought it was like super presumptuous because it's not like Matt's very close with them either. Just thinking about like, I mean, it's just like taking like a B guest and then being like, oh yeah, I'm just going to give my grandma real quick. Yeah, but it's Grandma <laughs> Saracen. I don't know. I know, but they don't know. I mean... I, I'll take anybody else's explanation. I'm yeah. sorry. I just I, I thought Stacey it was kind of Stacey had funny. good things to say about yeah, that. Yeah. All right. MVP and shittiest. And who was your MVP? Well, like I said, it was Grandma Saracen, but then I changed it to Tim. List. Who's your MVP? I um. It was a hard decision, but I did choose Billy. I felt he um was just a really good had a really good Big Brother moment and knocked some sense into Tim. And I just really like their relationship in this episode. I feel like they bonded the most that we've seen thus far. And they really do love each other. And it was just, I really was proud of Billy. Because he could have easily said, yeah, I need your help. And you're staying home. Yeah. I also chose Billy. Uh, we had choices for Billy, Tammy, and Tyra. Yeah, it could have been literally anyone except for Joe. Shittiest? Do we all have the same shittiest? That's jo- yeah. Joe for me. Joe. Joe. Yeah. No brainer. Coach's Corner. Yeah. It's like, so like I liked when he showed up for that vote. Yeah. You know, like I think, I think we all knew that it was meaningless. I think we all kind of felt it, you know, as it yeah. coming into it. And I know he really didn't want to have to do it. Um, so I like that he faced it. Um, even probably, I mean, obviously I don't think he, he knew it was useless, but we all knew it was kind of useless. Les? I picked Landry. Me too! Landry to Tyra. I think his speech was like, you're not giving up on yourself. I'm not giving up on you. He just, you know, did the best boyfriendly thing you could do. And that's to support your partner when they're feeling down about themselves and you just need to amp them up and be like no i'm on your i'm in your corner i'm on your team and we're gonna get through this together i i have the most faith in you there's a lot of that popping up you know he's great not with like everyone in this episode it made it hard to pick somebody who really stood out i know it's usually the problem with this yeah too many good people too many good too too many good people not enough bad you know does it makes great great watching Hard to hard to come up with like your villains, really. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go into our Panther of the week. I'm so excited. We our get, Panther, our Woo-hoo. Panther. We got a new review on Apple Podcasts, and what that means is they become the Panther of the week. List who's our Panther. Our Panther is Maddie Fresh, twenty four. Five stars isn't a high enough rating. No one is breaking down episodes of Friday Night Lights better than Liz and Michelle. They really get what makes the show great. They have fantastic opinions, and I look forward to this podcast every week. These girls are iconic and truly Long Island legends. It took me so long to find that emoji, and I don't even know if it was the right one, but it was worth it. Which was the raining clouds emoji. Yes! Matt, thank you so much. Friend of the show. Uh, Matt from the Lonely Boys podcast. He's actually coming on next season for episode four, I believe. Just uh, about five more weeks then. Yeah. I'm excited. Thanks so much, Matt. 
Yeah, he's a great guest. I'm proud of you for using those emojis since I know you don't like emojis or use them. Not that he doesn't like them. So true. He doesn't use them. He never uses them. Except for the hang tan. There's a whole generation that needs you to step up. They're they're coming up and they find it very very passive aggressive when you don't use emojis. Mm. Yeah. It's only getting worse. Speaking of emojis, which emoji would you pair with this episode? I had a couple of thoughts. I had the wedding. I had the cow because they purchased the steer. I had a cowboy hat, like the guy in the cowboy hat, but I feel like we've probably used that before. Yeah, but that is fitting because... I love the white hats they wore at the wedding, by the way. We didn't even talk about wedding attire besides Mindy's. That was hysterical. Butterfly wings. What do you think? I mean, the wedding's a good one. Yeah? Yeah. Or the, I like, I like both of yours are are good. Okay. Well, you pick Aunt, the guest of honor. Yeah. I pick one. Yep. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, (laughs) I think the steer because, like, it doesn't really give anything away about the episode, but it gives so much away about the episode. Okay. Sure. So you heard, that. you heard it here, folks. Uh, you could take that emoji, send it over to us so we know you got this far. You could also stick it in Apple Podcast Review. Don't have a cow, man. Just listen to Talk Texas Forever. Recap Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. Cute. And rate us five stars, and then you can be our Panther of the Week. Is there only a, like a cow or uh, is there really? There's a full cow and then there's a little, a cow face. Okay. And I think it has and, horns. And does it matter which one gets sent or? You, you can, you, you dealer's accept, choice. You, you accept, there's the bull. You accept all cow, bull. All bull cows. Okay. You, you, as long as you get the theme. <laughs> yep. We just yeah, want to know you got this far. And also leave us an Apple Podcast okay. review. Do they have a bison? What, would you guys accept a bison? Sure, Aunt. You can send <laughs> us a bison too. Okay. You, get, you know, bison. Extra points for bisons. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I don't know how to transition into our booster of the week, but we're going to do it. List. <laughs> That's it. Who's our booster? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Kim. Kim. Kim, Kim is uh, very pregnant, but still very much actively participating in watching and on the Discord. I think they're even having their chats and watches, you know, when we're not watching with them, which I think is the cutest thing ever. We just want to shout her out this week. And we're so excited for you with this this new baby coming we're happy that you're a part of the fam. You give such a great energy and you're always so kind and sweet to everyone. So we just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Kim. We Thanks. love you. We're excited for your new little babe. The new total baby Betty. Bed, bed, <laughs> total baby Betty. Total Betty baby. <laughs> I'm starting to lose it, Michelle. <laughs> I gave you my COVID fog brain. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to give you the title. For next week. I just went into wrap up season three and have a lovely discussion around it. But you don't have to wait long because we're going to be back next week discussing season four. So there's no break. And we'll be live. And we'll be live. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, that's a Patreon perk. So uh, com. All the details. But to end this episode, we, of course, have a Will's Football Poetry Corner sapping everywhere but the mic break it down 
When you break it down, you come together as a team to yell one final chant after practice. Things are breaking down in Dillon, including, but not limited to, Coach Taylor's control of the Dillon Panthers, Lila and Tim's relationship status, Matt holding back a cry after saying goodbye to his grandma at first, and the Colette's happy crying after Tyra's big news. Don't hesitate, because your love won't wait. Beautiful. That thank, was good. Always. Thank you, Will. We appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, for staying with us this season. For a great season three. This was definitely um, an, imp- an improvement since last season. Yeah. And I know we're just going to get better. So I really look forward to the next season and two seasons. I am so excited for this new journey and I really just truly love this show. It's such a great show. I'm loving every minute of it and loving every minute of, of talking about it. Yay. Yay. That makes me so happy. Thanks, Aunt. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, Aunt, for great, joining great us. Great to be here. You're always a highly requested guest. All right. Thank you so much. So we'll have you back for four. All right. I love four. Four is good. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm then. a cartoon character. All right. All how, right. How, how, how do you do? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, downloading, sending your questions and your comments. If you want to be a part of season four, especially the next episode, which is episode one, and listen, and I are live. Send us your thoughts. Talk in Texas forever at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Bye. Well, all right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. 